Welcome to the TCB Podcast. I'm Sheena. And I'm Savannah. And it's kind of practically, basically Elvis week. Basically. (laughs) We're a week away. Yeah, so I'm super excited. Savannah, are you super excited? Yes, I can't believe it's already here. It feels like it was just birthday. I know, I know, (laughs) but I'm excited. This is my favorite time of the year. I love Elvis week and love seeing all the fans come out, so. I'm super excited to see the fans. Yeah, and we have some great events this year too we really do yeah Yeah. and we've added some haven't we yeah um yes we've added one we'll tell you about that one in a second we have however added a lot of new special guests so uh let's just run down the list of all the people that you can see here at elvis week uh we have added uh estelle brown of the sweet inspiration she's going to be a part of the elvis in vegas panel and concert And then we have former members of J.D. Sumner and the Stamps Quartet. That's going to feature Donnie Sumner, Ed Hill, and Larry Strickland. And they will be performing at the Gospel Homecoming. And then we also have musician B.J. Thomas. You know him from Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. (laughs) And, oh my God, so many other amazing hits. I can't even think of them all right now. Hooked on a Feeling, so many amazing ones. He will be at our... American Sound panel and concert. And he'll be joined by Ronnie Millsap, who of course is performing on the 13th, but he'll speak at that panel that morning. Mark James, who wrote Suspicious Minds, because it's the 50th anniversary of Suspicious Minds. Uh, we're gonna have Elvis historian Ernst Jorgensen and Sony Music's John Jackson. And then we've also added a couple of ETA performances. Uh, Sean Clush and Cody Slaughter will be joining Dean Z for some of his Elvis Unplugged shows. So we've added a lot of stuff. It's so much fun. So many good people. So many people who knew Elvis very well. And and people like Ernst, you know, who have studied him. And we just have some fun stuff. So come see these really awesome people. Another thing that we're going to be celebrating during Elvis Week is legendary guitarist and rock and roll Hall of Famer James Burton is actually going to be celebrating his 80th birthday with us yes we're very excited so we're gonna have a very special event in his honor uh james burton celebrating 80 years of his life and music this is going to be what we're closing out elvis week with on sunday august 18th at the guest house theater um this retrospective event hosted by musician andy childs is going to feature music and storytelling as james talks about his life his career james is such an amazing guy he's played with so many amazing musicians of course including elvis right this is going to be really special. Yeah, I'm excited. So this is going to yeah. be a great way to kind of put the bow on top of Elvis Week, wrap everything up. Um, if you would like to go to this event, go to ElvisWeek.com. They are on sale now. Yeah. And while you are there, you might want to go over to the auction section of our website because online bidding is now open for the auction at Graceland, which takes place during Elvis Week on August 13th. There are more than four hundred lots that's a lot this is going to be the marathon uh auction to end all auctions Mm -hmm. um keep in mind and i think a lot of you fans know but we're going to remind you none of these lots are from the actual graceland archives uh lisa marie still owns the mansion and all of the artifacts and so all of these items are from third-party collectors so this actually is very cool because it gives us a chance to buy some of the artifacts that we want to put into our collections right it's actually really neat and we 
do have all of the details up at graceland.com auction. And if you are coming to Elvis Week for the very first time, number one, congratulations. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Yes. But you may have some questions about what to do while you're here, either in Memphis or at Graceland. So there are some awesome tips and tricks that have come from past Elvis Week veterans. You know, we have people who have been coming from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So some perspectives from people who've been here from the beginning or a few people who've just been here for a few years. And we've got that on Grayson blog at Grayson.com for you to check out mm-hmm. um, and kind of plan your first or second Elvis week. Yeah, it's actually, it was funny because I gathered a lot of these up from fans and um, when I went and posted the blog and said, hey, y'all go check this out, they're like, actually, some of these tips are really good for those of us who have been for several years. Yeah, so. especially with changes and things like that, you yeah. know. Yeah, good tips. So we appreciate the Elvis fans who shared those tips with us too, by the way. And if you uh, if you haven't done this already, please do it. But go download that Graceland Elvis Week Graceland app. Um, it's a free app, and everything you need for Elvis Week is on that app. So you have the schedule, and then from that schedule, you can actually create your own schedule, which is really nice. There's a virtual candle. There is a list of special guests. We have all of our restaurant information, all of our shopping information. Um, there's a really cool photo booth. A little bit of everything is in that app. It's free. It's available to download now. So go do it. Yes. <laughs> I love the app. It's awesome. Okay. And then you guys know, of course, we have been doing concerts all this year at the Graceland Soundstage. We've actually announced two new shows, one of them being uh, the progressive metal band Dream Theater. They're going to be here October 18th. And then NBC's World of Dance Live is going to be on November 10th. So that's going to be really exciting if you've ever seen that show. I think there'll be a really fun tour. Uh, you can get tickets now at GracelandLive.com. You can also sign up for a newsletter, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's usually where we'll put our first information or if we have giveaways, things like that. Yeah, go sign up for live feed at GracelandLive.com. And if you are not exhausted from Elvis Week, <laughs> we invite you to come back in September for our first ever Elegant Southern Style Weekend hosted by Priscilla Presley. And if you love the American South or if you think you love the American South, maybe you want to know more about it, you'll definitely want to come to this event. It's going to be a very fun weekend that celebrates the food, fashion, architecture, design, and culture of the American South. And it's a fun-filled weekend full of informative and interactive and inspirational seminars. And I think seminars comes across maybe as a little stuffy, and it's totally not. This is going to be really lively and hands-on and a lot of fun. So you're not just going to be sitting there, you know, kind of being bored. Right. You're really going to just be immersed in all of this amazing Southern culture. Right. Um, you'll also be able to check out some one-of-a-kind parties. Um, there'll also be a lot of delicious food. Yummy. So, um, I mean, if I don't eat a, a fried green tomato that weekend, I'm going to be sad. Exactly. <laughs> What's a Southern weekend without Southern food? I'm telling you. So, yeah, this is going to be a really cool event. We want you to come and check it out. If you go to graceland.com slash Southern style, you can see everything that we have to offer and go ahead and get your tickets. Yes. All right, so let's dive into some Elvis history because Elvis was always doing something awesome and it's amazing how cool that he was doing stuff no matter the time of year. Right. Like his career never slowed down. Um, it's just, it's kind of cool. I will say this though, and I didn't put these in there, but it cracked me up. Going through the day by day and everything that we go through to pull these events, 
There were several dates in early August of 53 where Elvis went on several job interviews at like Sears and Kroger (laughs) and places like that and none of them hired them. And I'm like, judging. Yes. (laughs) Regret. Judging y'all so hard right now. I'm a, you know, a a valued, loyal customer at those places. But you know what? If you didn't hire Elvis, I'm a little angry at you. Exactly. That's okay. But thank God they didn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) if they had, maybe we wouldn't have Elvis. Yeah. All right, so we're going to kick off Elvis history in 1955. On August 5th, Elvis is performing at the Overton Park Shell here in Memphis, and you can actually still see free shows at that shell. It is now the Levitt Shell. Um, They still continue to do shows there, so go check that out while you're here. This is actually Bob Neal's 8th Annual Country Music Jamboree, and this has a really great lineup because not only does it have Elvis, it has Webb Pierce, Sonny James, and Johnny Cash. Yes. What a lineup. And it draws more than 4,000 people to the amphitheater where actually a year earlier Elvis had actually began his professional Mm -hmm. career at that same venue. So that's really cool, too. That is amazing. And then a few days later, actually, same year, August 8th, 1955, Elvis is performing at the Mayfair Building in Tyler, Texas. And he begins a tour with Jim Ed and Maxine Brown. The Louisiana Hayride drummer DJ Fontana, that we all know and love, joins Elvis full-time as a salaried member of the band. And we do want to mention um, that this year in January, unfortunately, we did lose Maxine Brown. So, um, you know, thoughts and prayers for her family. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, another great memory with some important people in Elvis's life. Yeah, for sure. I really, um, you know, the Browns had such a cool time touring with Elvis there at the beginning. So I hate, I hate hearing any time one of the, the Brown family members passes away. Right. And then the next year on August 10th, 1956, Elvis is performing in your neck of the woods, Savannah. Mm-hmm. This is where you're originally from. Or, or well, close to it, right? right. Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. And he has actually three performances that day, but after the first show, a judge named Marion Gooding warns Elvis that he must tone down his act. Mm. So Elvis gets on stage, and he's like, okay, cool, I'll tone it down, and he wiggles his little finger, (laughs) and that sends the audience wild. Yep, I love it. (laughs) So cute, so playful. Such a rebel. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and then on August 5th, 1959 on or around this date dick clark actually conducts a telephone interview with elvis in germany and he informs him that he's been named in the american bandstand popularity poll as the favorite male vocalist and um, his was the favorite record of 1958 yes of course it is and you know that's got to kind of make him feel better because we all know that elvis was a little bit nervous about going over in germany losing Um, Mm -hmm. connection with his fans so that probably brought a, a smile to his face that day yeah i bet so All right, and so then a year later, August 4th, 1960, Elvis is about to start filming Flaming Star. And he's actually fitted for brown contact lenses to change his blue eye color for the role. And he ends up not wearing them, but this actually became a big deal. What was it, last year, year before last, when HBO released the really wonderful documentary, Mm -hmm. um, Elvis Presley, The Searcher. And the main photo they used, um, sort of as like the poster for the documentary, is a picture wearing of Elvis wearing these brown contact lenses. And the fans went wild. They're like, wait, his eyes are blue. Y'all have used filters or photos. And it's like, nope, that's actually the plain, plain old picture right, right there. So right. kind of funny. 
So then on August 15, 1965, Elvis Vernon and Colonel Parker visit the USS Arizona Memorial. And Elvis's charity concert actually helped to build that memorial. And they go there to lay a bell-shaped wreath designed by Colonel Parker. And it contains 1,177 carnations, one for each serviceman that was killed aboard the ship. Wow. I know. That sounds so Elvis. I know. Such a sweetheart. Okay, on August 10th, 1970, Elvis is performing at the International Hotel in Las Vegas. And it's cool for one reason, because MGM is uh, continue, they're filming That's the Way It Is, Mm -hmm. which that's a great documentary. If you've never seen it, please go look it up. It's wonderful. But here's what's really cool is Elvis just decides he's going to start giving out scarves. So he's decided that he's going to like make this a central element of the show. So now he's ordering them by the dozens. I love it. And so that's why you see so many of the scarves going out in that movie. So that's really cool. That's such an iconic gesture. I was about to say, so iconic. Yeah. Yeah. So then on August 5th, 1974, uh, Elvis contributes to a fund for singer-songwriter Ivory Joe Hunter, who has been hospitalized with cancer. Um, along with a check, he sends him a note that says he's very sorry for, to hear about his illness, that he's a longtime admirer, um, hopes he has a speedy recovery, and that, of course, he was an inspiration to him and others. Um, and he said, you know, sincerely, Elvis Presley, which is obviously iconic to even hear that. Mm-hmm. But it, it just shows how sweet and loving and giving he is. Yeah, for sure. And he was a very big fan of Ivory Joe. So, right. And it, it does not surprise me one bit that he sent not only a note, but also a check to help right. him cover those right. expenses. So our last date is August 9th, 1975. And I love to say this because it's a little bit of a mix-up in my head. <laughs> Because I'm so used to thinking about Memphis Grizzlies and basketball because that's our team. Mm -hmm. But on this date, Elvis attends a Memphis Grizzlies football game. (laughs) That was originally the team. They were originally football back in the day, obviously. Uh, He watches from the press box. How cool is that? And later that day, you know, as you do, you know, chilling. You know, you go see a football game from the press box, and then he goes and flies to Fort Worth because he's checking on the progress of work being done on his new jet, the Lisa Marie, which you can see, of course, here at Graceland. Mm-hmm. And then he just goes on to Palm Springs. I just love it. Sounds like a normal day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a normal day for a rock star. I bet. Wish it was me, but that's okay. Me too. Um. So, yeah, that's those are the dates that we have and we hope you enjoyed this little trip down memory lane yes and we hope we're seeing you at elvis week if you see me and savannah out come say hi come say hi please do because we'll be out and about so um happy elvis week everyone and we hope to see you soon all right bye guys